not only a five-time champion, he's also finals MVP twice. He was named most valuable player in 2008. There's more to it with Kobe Bryant. It's his will to win, his attitude, demeanor, the way he led himself not only on the court but off of the court. He changed the complexion of basketball forever. And I know he modeled his game off of Michael Jordan However, his shot, his Kobe phrase, which is so embedded in today's basketball culture, will carry on forever. I think they definitely have the potential to make a big jump next season. I think last year they would have won a lot more in 22 games if the roster hadn't been decimated by injuries. I think that they should definitely be able to boost their win total at least into the mid-30s to the point where when you get into March and April, they're playing meaningful games with hopefully at least having a possibility of competing for one of those last playoff spots in the East. That is definitely a huge way to begin the tournament. And Coach Johnson and them were saying during the press conference a couple of days before the tournament that, you know, they want to beat these teams, especially U of I, and being the 14th best team in the nation in Illinois State, kind of facing that adversity, being a major school in the Missouri Valley, showing the NCAA committee that they can compete with some of the top 25 teams in the nation. I think he's playing it smart. I think you will see... Some more signings as the the weeks, months go on. That's how I think about Rakan's uh, performance so far. Patience, patience, patience. And I think he knows what he's doing. And sooner or later, you'll see the fruits of his labor and think, wow, okay, he did know what he was doing. I think any kind of shared experience can help when you're a coach. And we've got a couple guys with experience in it. But in the end, uh, when that ball tips up, it's all about those guys on that court. You know, you got to get them ready. But they got to be able to handle the pressure. Um, they've got to be able to play through adversity. The Chiefs just, you know, they can score so quick, and that's why we saw we saw it against the Texans. They're you know down 24, they score. I think I think they scored five touchdowns in under two minutes and 30 seconds, or something crazy like that. And so, and that's what they did yesterday. You know, Mahomes just can extend plays and things that you just you can't draw you can't draw it on a clipboard. That just was the summary of what he is in the NFL you know, just makes things happen. The NFL and Fox and they wanted to see the Chiefs win that game. And they wanted to they you know, they wanted to see Kansas City, the new the new NFL, you can say, versus the Tennessee Titans, the old NFL. So it was a it was a clash of uh two ages and the Chiefs came out on top and I think Mahomes is just like <laughs> he's unreal. Hey everybody, it's Marcus Grant from NFL Fantasy Live on the NFL Network. Hey everyone, it's Luke Stockmeyer. This is Neil Doyle. Hey, what's going on? This is Mark Grody, the official Chicago Bears sideline reporter from 670 The Score and ISU Redbird alum. Hey, this is Alex Dolaner. Hey Redbirds, it's Leah Johnson. This is Mark Shanowski. Now time. Now time. It's now time for your fifth quarter sports talk. It's Will's fifth quarter special. Here's your host, Will Farlow. Welcome into the 44th episode of a sports podcast that captures everything you want to know as the buzzer sounds at the end of any sports game. It's Will Farlow here with you this evening on January 26, 2020, welcoming listeners to the 44th episode of Will's fifth quarter special. I'm here this evening on a sad and tragic sports talk-related edition of the 5th Quarter Sports Talk here at Will's 5th Quarter Special as we have something tragic that happened earlier this afternoon. NBA legend and L.A. Lakers legend Kobe Bryant has died at the age of 41 in a tragic helicopter crash in Calabasas, California. He died along with his 13-year-old daughter, Gianna Bryant, and three other individuals that have not been named. So 
we first want to start off, and you're going to hear my interview that comes up majority of this episode and with in just a little bit, but we want to start by wishing our condolences to a great NBA player. Um, I personally didn't get a chance to meet him or I watched him play over the years when I've grown up as a Chicago Bulls fan, a, a lover of sports, and it, it's just hard to see something like this happen, especially all of a sudden, but I think as a sports fan, I can kind of relate in some way to how fans feel right now, not just family, but for fans, because, um, you know, it makes you wonder what happened, how, you know, precious life is, and, you know, it, some people just think NBA players can be, you know, players, and that, that's a fan's prerogative, they have their own perspectives of things, but this man, Kobe, you know, from what I saw him do over the years, was just a great person on the court and off the court, helped make other players great, helped other people gave back and that's very important to somebody you know that gets the chance to play in professional basketball like some others don't and he plays his career the the right way and the best way and wins the right way in an era where we didn't have the steroid use of the PEDs and basketball or different things that basketball players have been getting in trouble for he wasn't the guy that did that he played the game right and uh, we at Will's fifth quarter special want to wish our condolences to Kobe Bryant and his family, Kobe Bryant and Gianna and their family, their loved ones, those that were close to them, friends, family, teammates of Kobe Bryant, the uh, Los Angeles residents, uh, fans of basketball, the Los Angeles Lakers organization. The list goes on and on. Kobe impacted a lot of lives and uh, in a good way. We at Wills with Court Special want to give our condolences to those uh, individuals and especially Kobe Bryant and uh, those other four and their families that were in this tragic helicopter crash today. And we're going to get to the interview on the show. So we have Jason Clare, who's a very big, probably the biggest Kobe Bryant fan I've ever met. He um, he and I talked a little bit after I saw the news break. I saw it around 1.30 this afternoon as I was getting ready to watch the Pro Bowl. And it I just knew I had to see how my buddy, uh, what he thought about it. And uh, Jason talked to me a little bit about how much Kobe changed his life uh, as a sports fan. And this is a person, guys, that's been on the show before. He support the show uh, since its start. And he, he's a great sports fan. He follows more than one team, supports players, regardless of what team they're on to. And I think that's the beauty of sports, that we as fans could do that. It doesn't matter what team they're on. I spoke with Jason Clare, who uh, shared with me just his thoughts on this tragic accident and that led to the passing of Kobe Bryant, his daughter Gianna, and three others. How Kobe, as a player, what he saw in Kobe on and off the court, what he feels about how this sad passing could uh, affect the NBA and uh, mot- like his legacy that Kobe leaves behind. Jason states how he feels Kobe's legacy can inspire players and uh, just kind of teach people to, you know, maybe improve hopefully i agree uh helicopter safety and travel safety and jason has a memory of his own that he shared with us a precious memory where he had an interaction with kobe bryant so here's the interview i had with jason clare so jason clare of all the people i could pick i had to go with you on this one man i know you follow a lot of the nba teams not just one you're very open to your sports uh allegiances which i respect so uh welcome back to will's fifth quarter special man how you doing i wish it was under better circumstances however it's great to be able to celebrate an individual's life number one and number two it's always great catching up with a good friend such as yourself 
Yeah, and you're a good friend of the show, man. Uh, so we appreciate that as well. And uh, you did mention it's sad circumstances. It was reported just like earlier this afternoon that superstar and in uh, Lakers hearts and a well-known Hall of Famer that's easily going to be remembered for many years to come, Kobe Bryant sadly has passed away one of five in a helicopter crash that is also reporting Kobe Bryant's daughter, Gianna Bryant, was also on that uh, destination with him. So uh, our hearts on Willis, of course, special go out to Lakers fans, Kobe Bryant and his family, his friends, those that supported him. And uh, we want to first extend that to those uh, that are related to Kobe Bryant and are all suffering, all NBA fans are suffering through this. Um, Jason, so what are your what were your opening thoughts? Um, I know you had some thoughts on this sad tragedy. The impact. Uh, my parents are downstairs right now in the front room watching CNN's wall-to-wall coverage of not only the recent news of Kobe Bryant passing and the four others, including his 13-year-old daughter, but his legacy and what he leaves behind. Not only a five-time champion, he's also Finals MVP twice. He was named Most Valuable Player in 2008. There's more to it with Kobe Bryant. It's his will to win, his attitude, demeanor, the way he led himself not only on the court but off of the court. He he changed the complexion of basketball forever. And I know he modeled his game off of Michael Jordan. However, his shot, his Kobe phrase which is so embedded in today's basketball culture will carry on forever Kobe Bean Bryant was an immense talent I was so blessed to be able to see him play in person I'll never forget the date it was December 10th 2010 it ended up being Phil Jackson's last ever game after United States as a head coach the Bulls ended up winning they beat the Lakers on that ESPN Friday game. However, it was such an absolute treat watching Kobe Bryant on the court playing, but just, you know, we're on a commercial break. You get to, you're in the arena. You see how he is off the court. He doesn't ask of anything from his teammates. He demands that his teammates pick up the pace. He demands they run the correct play on the offensive side, defensive hustle, et cetera. Kobe Bryant is the epitome of an athlete, in my humble opinion. He worked not only hard what fans would see, not just in October for training camp. He was in the gym constantly. I encourage anyone who has a library card, access to books, hit up your local library and go check out the hardcover book, Mamba Mentality. It will blow your mind. You could be a casual basketball fan, or you could be a pro player yourself. You could take so much from his work ethic, something that drove him to, to be the absolute best. He is, he is the best, in my opinion, because that's who I grew up with. That's who I witnessed in person. That's who I saw. I was born in the mid-'90s. Yeah. I, can't, I can't claim Michael Jordan's the best. I only go off who I see. Yeah, I'd be no, robbing agree, my own man. generation of that talent, Will. So that's why I say Kobe is is the best. I love LeBron. I got a tattoo of LeBron James on me, but I love I love Kobe Bryant. My license plate is Kobe. I love Kobe Bryant. I I I, 
I, I, I love that man as an athlete, as an ambassador, philanthropist, what have you. I think he's done wonders for the game and he's, and his legacy will live on forever. And that's why, you know, eventually I will be smiling ear to ear knowing that, you know, I was lucky enough to see him in person and just be impacted by him because hell, he sure as heck had an impact on me and a lot of other youth, Will. Yeah, no, just to look at Kobe Bryant as a whole, we're going to take a look. He was picked 13th overall in the same draft where Allen Iverson went first overall famously in the 1996 draft year. I was born, actually. Uh, Kobe went to the Charlotte Hornets originally, but then was traded to the L.A. Lakers for veteran center Blade Divac, who is now the uh, GM and uh, main team president over in Sacramento for the Sacramento Kings. Kobe Bryant leaves behind amazing career stats. Jason, as you already reiterated, I'm just going to, for the Wilson Quarter special listeners here, we're going to go through them a little bit by bit. So we have one MVP award that came during the 2007-2008 season, but he also won two finals MVP awards during the 2000-2009 season and then previously the 2009-2010 season. He was in 18 All-Star games from 1998, as well as 16 straight from 2016, All-Star Game MVP four times, 10 All-NBA first teams, two second teams, and two third teams, nine-time All-Defensive first team, three-time All-Defensive second team. And the famous game I remember as a sports fan uh, reading about it was, uh, and just seeing it on the news, uh, Jason, I'm a Bulls fan, but I agree with you, uh, I always have my favorite players on different teams. Um, you know, I was always a fan of Paul George when he was with the Pacers, just the player himself as a whole. And I think that's what's great about the game. You know, there's a lot of fans right now that are seeing this happen. Um, you know, you feel for Lakers fans like we started with talking about. But what is, you know, I mean, Kobe Bryant is just sets behind off the court too. You know, just he did a lot for fans. You know, you saw the good he did for all those people. Um, and it, it's just heartbreaking, you know, as a sports fan, uh, I didn't follow the Lakers, but just, it makes you think, and I'm sure you can agree. What if it was the Chicago Bulls and it happened to Zach Levine or Barry Markinen or one of those players on another team? It's like almost any fan, doesn't matter what team can relate to what fans in LA on the Lakers side are going through right now after Kobe Bryant's, uh, sad demise. Circumstances. Well, the timeliness of it and just how ripe he was, I, I couldn't think of a singular moment, my favorite moment of Kobe Bryant. I'd say it was his life because his life was just at a moment. 41 is exceptionally young, taken too soon, the circumstances behind it. You, that's why it just goes to show you these are the reasons why life is so precious. Not because you get to spend the holidays with family, not because graduations and birthdays, but because it can end so suddenly. In a morbid way to look at it, I understand. It's a weird way to look at it, but that is why I stand behind how life is in its own category of preciousness. You need to cherish it, and you need to appreciate everything in the the good, bad, and the ugly because you just don't know. There's no guarantees. No amount of money in the world is going to stop that call from the higher power because when it calls, it calls, and it calls, and there's nothing you can do about it, unfortunately. It's, it's It's going to happen. And it's just, yeah. I, 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 I'm stumbling over my words a little bit here, Will. However, I'm... No, I actually have something to add if we can interject. We're grateful to be able to speak. Yeah, absolutely. Go ahead, Will. 
So I just read, according, this is all for Will's Fifth Quarter Special listeners, we just found this, uh, according to TMZ, it's being reported that Kobe Bryant and his daughter are were originally traveling to a, a basketball game, a travel basketball game, and uh, it looks connected to his daughter. They were heading to the Mamba Academy for basketball practice in Thousand Oaks. And a lot of people don't think about that, Jason. I'm just reading about it, finding out a little bit. Obviously, a lot of athletes like Kobe Bryant, LeBron James, Dwayne Wade, for example, just to use that as a, a connected analogy here, a lot of those stars will have their kids maybe get into a different sport or sometimes the sport they play as well. And uh, Kobe Bryant's daughter, Gianna, plays uh, and on an AAU team. And uh, I think that just shows we didn't just lose somebody that made the game great. We're not just the players right now, but the future is like left a legacy behind. But I'm also thinking it's sad to see his daughter pass away as well along with him because that's a talent that maybe the WNBA could have seen in the future or college basketball on the women's side. You never know, but they're not just losing a talent that's already played the game and done it right a player that could have also done that in his daughter. That UConn was looking at her, the blue chip program of women's college basketball. I don't dive into many of the what ifs and try to predict the future. However, I know the facts are before us 13 years old, much too young to perish, let alone in a, in a fiery helicopter crash. It, it's just so, I'm so distraught about the entire situation he was more than a basketball player. He was more than, you know, a, a role model. He was a human being. And uh, as I forementioned, no matter what class of society you're in, uh, a, a death is a death, and it, it's just the impact you leave. But, you know, he's here. He's here with us. Uh, his physical body is just the the car that moves from spot to spot. But what drives that force behind you is your soul and you you break out of that case you once once we go on wherever we may go you you touch everyone and i think uh, a bit of kobe uh is with all of us you know when when you pass on that's just what i believe and you know yes. it's a little bit motivated no maybe i can maybe i can have that work ethic behind me maybe i can you know just have that motivation uh cuz you got to look at everything as positive as possible and to kind of go off that jason we got to talk about i would i would say it's a player that we can definitely take right off the bat that's really feeling this. I mean, obviously the players Kobe's played with over the years, you know, Shaquille O'Neal, there's a great long list of great players that have he made great, you know, on the teams he was on every year with the Lakers. But we got to talk about what LeBron James did a bit last night, you know, passing Kobe Bryant on the all-time scoring list with um, now 33,644 points. That's impressive for uh, LeBron last night. But what's kind of – you know, sentimental in a sad note, but I'm sure LeBron's really thinking about this part. The last thing Kobe Bryant exchanged with LeBron James on Twitter, we have right here, according to Kobe Bryant's Twitter, it says, continuing to move the game forward, King James, much respect, my brother. So that was right after, um, that was Kobe's final tweet to uh, LeBron after LeBron passed the record. So let's talk about that a little bit, Jason, what you think about you know, what LeBron did, but also how that meaningful this connected, you know, to this sad note, you know, like what what the Lakers are going through as a team. Like, how do you feel this can maybe motivate them based on what Kobe left behind his legacy to uh, to just kind of motivate them to play out the season for uh, Kobe's memory? What do you think about that? 
Kobe and LeBron and, you know, two matchups per year with them being on the opposite conferences. A few all-star games they played in together, most notably Kobe's final one in 2016. However, I think they'll just find hope out of this. I'm not, I'm not necessarily going to say they'll find motivation out of someone the, the, the perishing. However, what I will say is they are, they are going to rekindle his memory and he's going to live on forever. We, when we go on, yes, we're, we're physically gone. But as I said before, Will, we are a piece of us leave with those who we touched. And, and Kobe Bryant, it had to be, there's a lot of different pieces that he had to be divided up into because there's millions and mil- hundreds of millions of people know him. You could be, you could be the most ignorant basketball fan. You know the name Kobe Bryant. It's a household name. A- Athletics-wise, a lot of the other athletes, I saw Neymar Jr. pay homage to him following his penalty kick putting up the 2-4 he, 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 worldwide. This man changed uh, lives. He impacted everyone. The Lakers, the season must go on, and I, I would almost guarantee he will, or rather the Lakers and Clippers will go on Tuesday. I'm going to be in Los Angeles starting tomorrow. Uh, you, could, you could just see ticket price have gone five times the amount already. Uh, now the cheapest seat in the stadium is about 1500 so you could see people are going to expect some kind of memoriam, but Kobe would want to play basketball. So I'd be almost certain that the Clippers and Lakers still play at the Staples Center Tuesday night. Yeah, no, I couldn't agree more. We don't want to keep you too long here. You know, it's obviously a somber thing, but we got to ask one final question because we can tell you're very uh, big into Kobe as a player and his legacy. Um, that's one of the reasons we wanted to uh, have you join the show for this uh, somber, but you know, in remembrance of Kobe, you know, Will Smith Court especially, we cover all kinds of different sports here. And, uh, you know, this is a very important thing to cover, not just for any sportsman, but any average sportsman. It doesn't matter if you're on the West Coast, East Coast, wherever. It's just something uh, we as a show want to, you know, make sure we're honoring Kobe as the player. And uh, what I want to ask you is, obviously, there's a lot of memories people have watching games. Uh, what is your favorite Kobe game memory that you remember seeing him play in? Uh, that you want to share with us to finish out the this episode that uh, is in remembrance of Kobe and his legacy. Not when he was in uniform. I went to the Christmas Day game 2014 when the Lakers came and played the Bulls. Kobe Bryant had to sit out. He was an extremely late scratch. Well, I had a pair of shoes. They were Christmas edition shoes that Kobe Bryant wore. They are dubbed the Grinch shoes. I had a pair of them. He was sitting on the bench. It was during a timeout. He's sitting on the bench. And, Will, I, I promise you, and I have friends who you could corroborate this story. We, we my buddy would get seats nine rows off the floor, uh, diagonal from the opposing team's bench. So we were across the court and on the opposite side, still close enough to be heard, still close enough to be seen. Kobe Bryant sitting on the bench, and all I do is I take my pair of shoes, and I stick them up in the air when Kobe Bryant's looking my direction. I just stick them up in the air. I stand up. I hold the shoe. And he looks at me. He stands up. And he puts his hand up. And he acknowledges me. And it will live forever with me. I, I was screaming like a fangirl. I couldn't believe that I had gotten his attention. I haven't ever gotten – I didn't ever obtain his autograph. But that was good enough for me to have that special one-on-one moment to know, hey, you're playing a 1,000 miles away from Los Angeles, but you still got fans here. I respect the heck out of you, Kobe Bean Bryant, and you always live on. And, and God bless you and your family. I, I, I know the, the void will not ever be filled. It won't ever get easier for them to fill that gap of his absence. However, 
I, I, I pray and I hope that they find some sort of strength over the course of the next days, weeks, months, and years to, uh, to try and seek the positivity in, in, with this loss. Uh, you know, it won't ever get easier. I know it's not. And it's, it's, it's awful with how his daughter was involved and, and bless the families of those lost as well for the other three crash victims. This is just awful. Will, I'm not by any means, no, nothing good comes from this but in the immediate sense. But over time, there will be things that take place to think we need to look at air safety. We need to look when it's foggy. Perhaps something will pave the way for being it for air travel. We saw this with Stevie Ray Vaughan 25 years ago. He, he perished in the helicopter as well. This will pave the way for looking and being more aware of air travel, Will, because something needs there needs to be a little bit more security and thoughtfulness behind it because this could have been prevented, in my opinion, from what I've read from several sources. Yeah, no, I couldn't agree more, Jason. We want to thank you for your time on, you know, like I said, everyone on Wheels Fifth Quarter Special that's heard this show knows this. We we want to be the voice of sports um, in some way for people that, you know, whose voices aren't maybe heard or stories we haven't heard. That's what we do here. Um, that's one of my joys to cover on this show. And uh, I wasn't a big Kobe Bryant fan like you were, but I did respect him as a player, enjoyed watching him play the game, and I felt, um, you know, you always think about those great players and you think what divides them from the others. I think the way he started and finished the game, you know, uh, it was just impressive. You know, it was fun to watch and uh, I send prayers. Uh, we at Wilson Court Special, like I started this episode uh, portion with, we wish our uh, condolences to the Bryant family of uh, Kobe, his friends, his family, his loved ones, the other families that were in this sad uh, tragedy and Jason, thank you for being with us on this sad, but something that needed to be covered to, uh, to inspire sports fans as well. Thank you. Much I appreciate. It. I'm humbled and so proud to speak on an individual I have never met in person, but felt like I knew so much about. It is just incredible. Thank you so much, Will. God bless. That was some meaningful and uh, heartfelt insight from Jason Clare. Uh, just a little bit ago there on what he feels about Kobe Bryant and this sad, tragic thing to happen to a great NBA legend and just what these people he impacted are going through right now. I couldn't imagine what his wife, Vanessa, is going through. There are kids that are losing a sibling. You know, his wife, Kobe's wife is losing not just a husband but a daughter, and that's something I couldn't imagine and understand, but I do wish them my sincerest condolences along with the show wheels fifth core special we wish them our condolences and we wish them that god watches over them uh, the people that kobe and his daughter and those other three individuals we don't know the names to on the helicopter crash we wish them eternal rest and peace and we wish those that they impacted and that knew them and supported them fans family friends loved ones any other people that were connected to these individuals that God watches over them and uh, reminds them that although someone's not physically here, their uh, memory still is alive inside you in your hearts. And that's true in sports. You know, I say it a lot on this show. This show is for the average sports fan. And this was important to cover because it's an NBA player 
and a professional athlete in general that even bring it open on a broader scale that play the game the right way and did something special and I feel sad and sorrowful for his family and what they're going through I wish them healing and uh, it'll take time obviously it takes time for people to move forward and heal from something this tragic but I wish them peace and you know to always remember the good times they had with Kobe and those that are fans of his coaches players that have played with him and been around him we at Will's fifth quarter special wish Kobe Bryant his daughter Gianna age 13 and the three other individuals that were part of the helicopter crash tragedy in Calabasas California we wish them eternal rest and peace from us here at Will's fifth quarter special we know you'll be dearly missed that's all the time we have on episode 44 of Will's fifth quarter special tune in next time as we will continue to cover all things sports from Chicago sports Super Bowl coming up uh, moving forward and all college sports as well Redbird sports as they unfold we want to thank Jason Clare for his time on short notice to do uh, to join the fifth quarter sports talk on this sad note. So, Jason, we uh, appreciate your continued support of the show, uh, your con- contributions to this uh, episode that is in remembrance to Kobe Bryant and those that died in this sad helicopter crash in Calabasas, California. We appreciate your time, Jason, so thank you very much. When the fourth quarter buzzer sounds, turn to us for your fifth quarter sports talk. I'm your host, Will Faro, along with our guest appearance, Jason Clare, saying so long from Will's fifth quarter special. To continue to hear your fifth quarter sports talk, you can check out all of Will's fifth quarter specials on our new website at willsfifthquarterspecial.com. Get on in, join the sports conversation, share any opinions or thoughts on all things sports. Head to the Twitter page at William D. Farlow. The fifth quarter never stops here at Will's fifth quarter special.